This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in as always and making this a part of your morning routines. Uh, it's snowing outside. Uh, I woke up this morning. No news that I was that there was supposed to be snow today, but there's snow. I, I don't like snow. Just going to put it out there. Just stops things. That's no golf. That's no travelling sometimes. It's sometimes no football. Thankfully, the Emirates has an underfloor heated surface. So should never be a problem there. And they can cover it, of course, as well. But I don't like snow. Um, and uh, I'm meant to be going to the Arsenal training ground today. At the moment, that is still supposed to be happening. I don't know how they're going to train. Maybe they'll be inside and we'll be watching an indoor training session. But uh, I'm going to be setting off for that in just over half an hour's time if I can make it. Fingers crossed that the roads are going to be good enough to get there. If not, I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be an interesting day. But what it does mean is that this show is going to be slightly shorter than usual, only around 20 minutes because uh, uh, I need to get this ready and up and then leave and make sure I've given myself enough time to get there for it to start. So uh, do bear with, it's going to be a slightly uh, shorter show today. Uh, good morning to people joining us live in the chat box. Let's see who's got in there first. Matt G, good morning to you, to Tony, to PJ. Uh, good morning to Black Shine, MJ10, Johnny, Francois, Maximius. Uh, we've got Amira, we've got Carl, Temi. Um, who else have we got as well? Um, let's go to Stuart and Alpha. Good morning to you. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in as always. Uh, we'll kick off by reminding you, if you haven't already given it a watch, yesterday evening we recorded our Arsenal loan watch for the month of February. We record these at the start of the following month, so the next one will be at the start of April, uh, which is a big, big month for Arsenal, of course, and who knows what the table will look like then. But we covered 
uh, in depth and detail our first expert insights on Marquinhos's time at Norwich and Sabi Lokonga's time at uh, Crystal Palace. So if you haven't yet given that a watch, that is a YouTube-only show. So if you are listening on audio platforms, hop over to the Guna Talk YouTube channel to watch our loan report. So if you want to get hold of that, as I say, it is indeed on YouTube only, not on our audio platform because there's a lot of visual stuff involved in the show. Um, Morgie says, Tom, the roads are good near the training ground. Drive safely. Good. Thank you for that piece of information. That would be appreciated. Uh, Saga says, there's under under soil heating at the training ground as well. So drive safely. Well, there you go. Um, people are knowing things and, and trying to help me out with my job. Brilliant stuff. Uh, hopefully, it's all going to be fine. And uh, I'll be there to find out whether or not Gabriel Jesus is indeed trained. Leandro Trossard, Eddie and Ketia. Make sure you stay tuned to my Twitter feed at Tom Cantor Media around 11 o'clock. Uh, to get updates on who and what has managed to make it before the game against Sporting tomorrow. Um, per Merdezaka is being considered for the Sporting Director job at the German Football Federation, DFB. Um, and uh, effectively, he... Well, I don't know if it's the German Football Federation. the German FA, I suppose. They call the DFB. But um, Football Federation, I suppose, would be slightly different. But yes, DFB are considering Pep Metazaka for the sporting director job. And he is said to be kind of one of the favourites because of his work as the head of the Arsenal Academy. So Arsenal will not want to lose Pep Metazaka. This has been a story that I've heard before. And I think we talked about in 2022 as well. Nothing happened in that sense. We'll have to wait and see if anything changes in the coming weeks and months on this. We'll sure to be keeping you updated on that one. Mikel Arteta reportedly has said that he wants to see Smith-Rowe feature in the Arsenal front line. However, the long-term plan is more so, it seems, that he could be part of that left eight position. And they may look to see if they can transition him into the midfield. This makes sense, if I'm honest, because not only has he shown that he can play in midfield and his positioning that he occupied when on the left wing actually matches a lot of the positions that Granit Xhaka currently takes up when playing slightly further forward. But with a mill, mill Smith-Rowe, you've got Gabriel Martinelli, you've got <laughs> Eddie Nketiah, Balogun, you've got Saka. That front line is very congested. And Arsenal won't want to lose. Um, they will not want to lose whatsoever uh, Emil Smith-Rowe. And because of that, being able to transition him, to guide him, to mould him into a different style of player, I think is ultimately going to be the way forwards to make sure that he gets as many minutes as possible in the, for in the forward team going forwards. Um, so there you go. Uh, Smith-Rowe, midfielder in the future, not necessarily a forward. Now, our two headline stories of the day is that Gabriel Jesus is reportedly expected to travel with the Arsenal first team squad to Portugal for tomorrow's game against Sporting. Now, this is not a confirmation that uh, he will be in the squad or involved in any way, but uh, the report that this comes out... Um, it came out yesterday. I will obviously know whether or not he's trained today around 11 o'clock when I'm hopefully will be at London Colney this morning, um, unless they cancel training for whatever. Um, but uh, yes, it's expected that uh, apparently Jesus will be travelling. Um, he could be like he was at the team with, uh, with the game against Bournemouth where he warmed down with the group and ultimately was kind of gradually transition and build up the amount of involvement he's got with the team but we are nearing that point. The same report did suggest that he isn't actually expected to be backing in the squad until after the international break. I don't know how true that part is. That does seem quite a way away. That would mean the whole of March 
being ruled out for Jesus. I don't know how accurate that is. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see Jesus if indeed he is part of the travelling squad out to Portugal. Now, our main story and our headline story of the day uh, coming out of Spain is that Real Madrid are said to be considering Mikel Arteta. This report has been uh, brought to us by Thomas Gonzalez, who is a Real Madrid journalist out in Spain, shared around by Madrid Zone on social media. Uh, and they suggest that Mikel Arteta is actually one of the main candidates potentially to replace Carlo Ancelotti in the long-term future. I don't know how reliable this Spanish journalist is. I don't know uh, how legitimate these links are, but it came out and got shared around the Arsenal sphere this morning. was put into my work chat as well, so I thought I'd tackle it. For the record, I think Mikel Arteta is very committed to Arsenal. Um, I imagine what we'll see is links uh, being asked about uh, Real Madrid in his press conferences. If you remember last year, he was linked with the move to Barcelona as well. And whenever asked about the potential to move elsewhere, he was always very committal to Arsenal. He said that ultimately he would um, be focused fully on Arsenal and not entertaining any chat about other clubs. That is what he would say. You know, there's no surprise in him turning down any kind of talk of other links and exits from Arsenal. You're speaking as an Arsenal employee. You're not going to answer questions about potentially moving elsewhere. So it's hardly surprising. Mikel Arteta has got, of course, his relationship with Barcelona. He came through um, at Barcelona, was playing at Barcelona and, and, and played there. So there is that ultimate barrier. You know, think of um, Maurizio Pochettino. I said he would never... Uh, go to Barcelona because of his links to Espanyol. There is obviously the rivalries between Spanish clubs um, and maybe that would stop Arteta from wanting to go to Real Madrid. I don't know. The likelihood is that we can't really expect Arteta to stay at Arsenal for his whole career. Um, he's a very, very young, uh, very young journalist, a very young manager in the sphere of football. And to expect him to be the Arsenal head coach forever... I think some people might want that based upon how he's doing right now. Um, but to, to expect it to be forever is just not realistic. This isn't like Arsene Wenger coming in where 22 years later he's looking at he's retiring from management effectively, although he's not necessarily had the opportunities. I don't think that he'd want to take even in his, his latter stages of his, his time capable of being a football manager. But uh, for Mikel Arteta, he, this is his first job. And I say first because I don't expect it to be his last one. I expect him to have other jobs in the future. So we'll have to wait and see how and what transpires. Um, it's going to be a sad moment when that day comes that Arteta does leave, I think, and how and where that ends and what happens to, to lead to the end of Mikel Arteta's tenure at the club is going to be interesting to follow the story of. So we'll continue to... <laughs> to do that and obviously covering Arsenal we don't need to remind you of that anyway okay uh, that brings an end to part one part two here we go as a person with a very deep voice I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell B2B and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either that's why if you're a B2B marketer you should use LinkedIn ads LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. 
Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So uh, I have some good news on the merch front that I know that you guys have been asking about in the chat box. Hopefully, tomorrow, we might be able to launch the website. So tomorrow morning, if you are interested and you're based in the UK to start off with, and you've been interested in getting yourself one of our TGT caps, I'm not doing a great job of advertising it this morning because I don't have it around me, Um, but we've got two designs we've got the black and gray one which is the one i wear which i quite like because it matches the away kit or we've got a black with a red cannon on the front as well so there are two designs that you could potentially get your hands on um but i'll bring you more information about when that will be available but fingers crossed either tomorrow or or uh friday uh friday's a good day to release new things so maybe we'll do it then but uh yes indeed hopefully New merch. Uh, well, just not even new merch, just merch. And remember, this is a whole non-profit thing. So uh, half of all the proceeds, well, uh, there'll be a portion of it that goes to the local company that is helping to support us uh, in this. Uh, and then the profits made from this, half of it will be going to the Arsenal Foundation and half of it will be going to um, the Cancer Macmillan support as well in memory of our good friends of the show, Vinny. So, yes, that's that's the plan. Um, so there you go. Right, let's jump into the chat box for some quick-fire questions because I haven't got long because, as I said, it's going to be a slightly shorter show than it is usually. Um, let's go to... Maybe I'll do a giveaway as well. I might do some giveaways um, on those, by the way. I'll probably get hold of some and... Uh, and do some giveaways. Uh, let's do uh, Amira. Says, Tom, I'm flying to London tonight. Did you just say snow in March? Yes. Uh, make sure you check yeah, all your flight details, Amira, and stuff like that, because there is indeed snow. But I think in London, it shouldn't be as bad as it is down slightly further south where I'm based. Um, let's go to uh, Jim says, any thoughts on Arsenal winning the Alpha Award for the best analytics organization? Uh, Arsenal analytics. Uh, organization. How have I missed this? Interesting. I've just, honestly, the way I've just tried to spell organization yeah, is frankly a joke. Um, Arsenal win prestigious awards after being ridiculed for mysterious £2 million purchase. That's the headline on the mirror. Alan Smith with the article, not that's Alan Smith. Um, let's see what this is for. So the dust has barely settled on Reese Nelson's late and potentially season-defining winning goal on Saturday, even when Arsenal were, beat, were bestowing uh, with the best and most prestigious honour more than 3,000 miles away. At the renowned Sloan Conference at MIT, a domain where football for so long has struggled to be embraced by the wider sports data community, the Premier League side, Arsenal, won the Alpha Award for Best Analytics Organisation. And while that may not exercise the average gun- <laughs> exercise, do they mean excite? excites the average Gunners fan. It is something that will be celebrated by many behind the scenes at a club that was laughed at 11 years ago when they bought the US-based analytics firm StatDNA for $2.16 million. That was a time before metrics such as XG were embraced by the common football man. 
uh, and woman, uh, with numbers game uh, still viewed as an outsider's pursuit. Then Chief Executive Ivan Gazidis would not name the company during the club's AGM in 2012. The club's accounts showed a deal had been done with AOH USA LLC, otherwise known as Arsenal Overseas Holdings. So it goes into a lot more detail about stat DNA and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think it goes to show, of course, that it was a good purchase. We've made some good signings. And of course, we've uh, we've certainly got into a position now where we're signing players using data that has helped us to move things forward as well. Uh, let's go to... Marcus says, have you given away those headphones? No, my headphones are in my bag. I just took them to the football. I haven't taken them out of my bag at the moment. Uh, Carl says, how is Bailey? Uh, or is there still an embargo on the news? Uh, Bailey's doing great. He's, he's working at uh, Google now. Bailey's having a fantastic time over there. And uh, he was on the show the other day. So, yeah, he's doing great, enjoying himself. Very happy. Very happy indeed. Um, Camera up says, thoughts on the FA investigation on the 98th minute winner by our youth academy players to win a 3-2 game with a comeback that is quintessentially for the perfect title race. Um, I don't know anything about a 98th-minute winner for our youth academy players. Are you talking about Nelson being a youth academy graduate? That came. That question was worded so strangely. I was like, what? But yes, the FA, as we talked, we talked a bit about that yesterday. So if you want to kind of get my thoughts on the FA investigation into the celebrations against Bournemouth, uh, you can go and watch yesterday's show. Uh, and we don't, Maximus, have an update on that charge. Or oh, it's not even been charged yet, as far as I'm aware. It's just an investigation into the, uh, the alleged bad celebrations. <laughs> uh, Yomi says, Tom, I know Arsenal can't keep Arteta forever, but how about for 28 years of his career? <laughs> yeah, look, as long as he's being successful and as long as he wants to stay at Arsenal... We have no, I have no qualms of Arteta being Arsenal manager for as long as feasibly possible. None at all. You know, things come to an end at some point. Things will have to end. We will have to move on. We will have to move on to the next phase of the Arsenal um, journey, if you like. But uh, yeah, Mikel Arteta right now is doing a great job. We don't need to worry about or start campaigning, as some do, uh, for him to depart the team by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Jason says, who's the biggest Arsenal hater? Richard Keyes, Gary Neville or Jamie O'Hara? Oh, I mean, it's Jamie O'Hara by a long distance, but he is a Spurs fan. So that does kind of make sense. So, yeah, it would, would have to be and it would make sense to be Jamie. Uh, Drew says, do you think we need to allocate separate budget for all the sanctions that we're receiving week in and week out? <laughs> I mean, frankly, the fee, the fines that we receive are negligible um, in the context of the money that Arsenal has available to them. But uh, it's obviously a frustration. Um, I'll tell you what, I think arguably the FA have made more profit than ever <laughs> by charging Arsenal this season. Um, Jaya Suya says, uh, Dushan's uh, Vlaovic's agent is looking around, waiting to see what will become of Juventus. Many clubs like the player from the likes of Bayern Munich to Tottenham and Man United. What about Arsenal? I think Arsenal's time Looking at Dusan Vlaovic is probably past. I think that ship has well and truly sailed. Uh, and I don't think we're going to be seeing Vlaovic pop up at Arsenal in the future. I might be wrong. Who knows? But I just do not see that happening at all. Um, let's go to Fuad, who says, Tom, don't you think it's a bit reactionary on the reports of Nelson signing an extension? It sounds like it's being pushed more on the player's side than the club. Um, I mean, the information coming out is that the club are the ones that have initiated the contract talks. So I'm not sure necessarily, Fuad, that it's reactionary in the sense from the reports because it's the information that's being 
suggested is that, and that we're certainly hearing, is that Arsenal have initiated that discussion. So, no, I, I don't think it's reactionary. I think that they're doing their their due diligence to to try and keep hold of a player that they are realising maybe is better to keep hold of than to let go on a free. I don't think there's any downside at all to keeping Nelson at the club for a two a minimum two more years. I don't see any downside to it. You keep a player that you could sell on for more. You keep a player that's obviously providing an impact off the bench and is proving that now on not just one, but more than one occasion. Um, can play on either flank. He's probably the most versatile winger that we have in terms of playing on either side as comfortably as he does. Uh, and he's homegrown and a HLN graduate. I mean, having that at the club is always a good thing. So I, there's no downsides. He doesn't take up, I don't think he affects any of our transfer business in the summer at all because he's not an investment that stops anything. And for those that think he might take up a spot in the squad, I don't think he necessarily does. Um, and he could always be sent on loan if that's the case and we need to move him out anyway. So I don't think it's a problem for Nelson at all staying if indeed we do indeed uh, intend to renew him. Um, let's go to Lynn, who's good to see you in the chat box. Lynn, uh, Tom, VAR got it wrong again with a punch in the back of Neto from Neto. How many apologies is the FA going to have to make before giving us the decisions? Uh, Lynn, I wouldn't hold your breath. I really, really wouldn't hold your breath, Lynn. It's uh, unfortunately a very, very difficult situation to ever see an improving in Arsenal's favour whilst there remit continues to be... Whilst this continues to be... Uh, a world where accountability does not come into the PGMOL's thinking, in short, unfortunately. Uh, Chris says, there's 907 of you watching, but there's just 40 likes. Come on, guys. If you haven't already dropped a like on the video, I really would appreciate it. We'll take two more. One from Phil. Thanks for everything you do and keeping the fans sane. Thank you for the donation, Phil, and the kind words. I really appreciate that, my friends. Glad that you're enjoying the contents. Uh, I mean, if Arsenal aren't keeping you sane this season, I don't know what to say. Arsenal are doing all my job for me. Um, so there you go. Tim says, Tom, could you please expand on why VAR could not rule out Bournemouth's first goal? I'm just curious if they cited a reason, which is what I gather from your appearance on the Arsenal way. I might have misunderstood. Yeah, sure. So in short, it's a very simple explanation. VAR cannot get involved with restarts. So with the way in which the game was started, so for instance, if it's kickoff or if a free kick's taken from the wrong position or if a corner is taken from outside of the corner box, let's say something like that, VAR can't get involved with that. Now, I think that's mental, just FYI. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's madness to think that that's the case. I, uh, and, and at the same time, I think VAR can get involved for encroachment on penalties. I'm pretty sure it can. I might be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure it can. So I don't really get why it's not allowed, just in the rules, it's not allowed to get involved for that uh, for the kickoff for the first goal. It can't get involved in a restart in that sense. I really don't know why, Tim. I, I, I know that's not really maybe the explanation you wanted because it's as simple as me saying it's just not allowed to get involved, but that is just the rule. <laughs> it's just the rule. It's, it's very strange. But as Tim says, I think it would have been quite petty to disallow their goal at the same time. There is no doubt in my mind that it would have had, it would have been had we scored that goal. I agree. I don't think you can start ruling out goals for that. Uh, whilst we can all have a little bit of a joke and a moan and say it's illegal if we'd have drawn or lost that game, we probably would have made more of it. But um, I wouldn't want to see clubs having that type of thing ruled out. I think there's a level of common sense that you need to add in those scenarios. Um, uh, Jurassic J, uh, thank you so much for the donation, my friend. Uh, hey, Tom, uh, my first time catching you live. Well, thank you so much for joining in and welcome to the chat box. Uh, do you see Tierney and Balogun staying with us next season? Tierney, no. Balogun, I think so. 
that's I think that's where my head's at right now. But to be honest, uh, Jay, you could ask me in a week's time and I might have changed my mind. <laughs> it's just the way things go with Arsenal at the moment. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap the show up there. As I said, it's a short one today because I've got to try and make give myself enough time to get to the Arsenal training ground uh, for when I need to be there. Because as I said, it snowed here this morning. So travel is a little bit crazy. Um, so, yes, it's uh, it's going to be a little bit mad trying to get up there. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Do indeed drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you We will be doing a preview for the sporting game tonight, 6 p.m. I'm going to be jumping into the members' Discord today to ask for people to jump on for the preview show. Um, for those of you that have not been coming on because of superstitions about messing up our Premier League title race, maybe with the Europa League games now back, you'll be happy to jump on that train. Um, but I'll be jumping into the Discord shortly to ask for people. But thank you, everybody, that's tuned into today's show. If you are traveling around the UK today, make sure you stay safe um, on the roads and places and walking and all that because it is snowy. It's going to be slippery. So do make sure that you stay safe, stay well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, keep tuning into the shows. Go watch our loan report from yesterday on YouTube only. Thank you for that. I'll see you again soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.